Welcome to episode 12 of our podcast TikTok. Joining us tonight are the ever-present Mark and Dave. Hello, friends. How's it going, Nick Quintons? <laughs> Good. Good family member. <laughs> Just trying to some different... <laughs> um, we'll, get, we'll dive right into it, right? Um, AC Milan game recap. Last Thursday saw Celtic lose their first Europa League game, group game, 3-1 at home to AC Milan was a weird game but uh, Celtic arguably the better team in the second half what's the take in the game Mark? Um, first 45 minutes were, were dreadful pitiful um, I don't think there was any positives to take from the first half and I'll just try and skip over it because I don't want to get drawn into too much negativity but um, very much the same as what we've seen from the, the rest of the season um, some changes uh Sort of towards uh, for the the start of the second half, some players playing in the right position, which once again doesn't seem like rocket science, but made a really big difference. I thought the sort of first thirty minutes of the second half, um, we were the better team, and for that time we were winning the second half. Um, I think there's a little bit like there was a definite pick up in performance, no doubt about it. And I started to get that wee excited feeling, and actually enjoyed watching Celtic for the first thirty minutes of the season. Um, it was good. It was good to watch, um, but also. There was a little bit of Milan taking their foot off the pedal, already been two up, two up away from home with a game at the weekend. Um and then they, they went on and got their third. So there was there was positive signs. Um but I wasn't I wasn't overwhelmed with positivity after it. Um I thought there was some, some signs that looked like they'd be positive looking into the weekend. Um which I'm sure we'll discuss discuss yeah. later. But uh, I think uh, I thought Ayer was quite good. That's that's all I've really got to say positively on it. It was funny that, that it was against Milan that he had his first good game of the season. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting how these things work out. Uh, Dave, was this the death of the three five two? Yeah, I think so. I think that first 45 minutes were, uh, they were painful, weren't they? Um, second half was, was great, to be fair. Um, like Second half probably... About sixty minutes onwards, I thought it looked really good. I thought after Brown went off, McGregor and Nichan played a lot better. But aye, same as same as what Mark said at the start, kind of we excited feeling that said there could be something happening here. Um, the third goal killed us a wee bit. It wasn't. It was only because we were pushing forward. To be fair, that they went and scored, so you can't really um, can't really legislate for that too much. But yeah, I ironically having the best game of the season because uh, they're probably watching them was. Was a bit unfortunate. Um, I know that Barca's got a bit of stick as well. Um, I don't think there was really anything they could do for any of the goals. To be fair, as well. So it was just another like twenty, twenty, twenty-five minutes. We were good. So the rest we weren't great. But yeah, that three-five-two should be shelved until we've got the players available to actually play. It makes me like <laughs> watching the game and watching the the difference in tempo in, in the second half. And there's actually like to be fair, the three-five-two it doesn't work. But there was effort at the start of the game where we looked a bit better until they scored as well. But the clear difference when we go to the 4-5-1 is huge. It, su- it suits the personnel that we've had available for the last few weeks. Why is it taken to halfway through a European game after the Old Firm game for that change to happen? Why is that not happened during the game? I think it's a really, like, I don't know. But it seems obvious. I feel like it seems obvious to everybody. Like, in the group chat, we're all saying it. Everybody's thinking, it. How, how's learning not seeing that? I don't know. I don't understand. But... As what well, it is. It seems like every game this season we're having to make big changes. Either 
uh, tactically or player wise. Uh, half time, I just have to have time, just trying to chase good performances. The irony is, and I'm, I know we're going to go on to um, Lennon's sort of situation at the moment. His status as manager should he be staying or going? Oh, oh. But there's, sorry, actually, there's, there's a section called Lennon Steer Go. Oh, sure I stay <laughs> or sure I go. Um, but um, I, can't remember, I actually can't remember what I was going to say there. But I, I've got to say, ironically, he seems determined to not play Griffiths, even though he looks really sharp and fast. Um, and, and, and fit and when everything comes on even though apparently he's not but ironically Lennon has saved Lennon's job so far as far as I'm concerned because if we'd lost to St Johnston and lost at the weekend or not got a result against St Johnston and was it St Johnston or Dundee United I can't remember and against Aberdeen I think we, he'd have been he'd have been in, in deep shit so but Griffiths played the first to started the first 45 against AC Milan and didn't really do much which is strange, um, and then came off the bench and looked better. So to be fair, did, it's, did uh, anybody do anything in that first forty-five minutes? I think no, he was a even, scapegoat a wee bit. I thought. I, no, thought I think he was a scapegoat. I don't think he was, he just never really done anything. So but, you could have took him or a Yeti off, but the fact that he took Griffiths off made me just think that. <laughs> I thought a Yeti probably had a better, a better first half at the two of them, but the two of them weren't great to be you, sure. But no, I don't. You, I don't disagree, but I just think that he had his chance against Tasty and didn't I think necessarily stick his claim. I think you could have pulled. Ten players off a half time, and and you couldn't really have argued with it. So to just pick Griffiths felt like he was just I don't know, I don't know. There just seems to be something there. Lennon must hate him because he's some player. Maybe they're uh, drinking buddies, and he was uh, uh, Griffiths was in a proper bad way the night before, and Lennon was like, <laughs> "Fuck, yeah, I can't start him." And uh, I, 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 well, I need to take him off. I'll give him a start, and then, and then I'll pull. <laughs> Uh, when he was sick in the toilets or something, I, you know, it almost seems more plausible than anything else. Uh, I've got a, I've got a football trivia question for you guys. Right, go for it. It's not about Celtic, but it's about football. <laughs> oh, that's handy. <laughs> uh, okay, name. So I'm going to ask you right, and you can have a wee think uh, as as the episode goes on, and I'll give you the answers at the end, or I'll ask for your answers, then give you the answers. Um, okay. Name the four Italians to have scored a hat trick in the English uh, Premier League. Four. Have a think. Four Italians scored a hat trick in the Premier League. The EPL. That's actually more difficult than you think it would be to begin with. Yeah. Okay. uh, Anyway. Aberdeen game recap. Uh, so the next game after the East Milan was a wild ninety minutes up at up at Petodre, which ended in a free free draw to Aberdeen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Celtic lucky to get a point, Dave, or did we throw away the win? No, nah, throw away. I felt so deflated after that game to the point of tears. It was just so frustrating. See, when we got back to three two, I thought that was it. Season starts now, oh. and then just that last. Oh man, it was just, everything about it was just frustrating. Um, again, like I thought we started okay, and then they scored not necessarily against the running play, but it just kind of came out of nothing. Lee Cham was, was pretty poor. Um, and then I'm just trying to remember this full game because it was absolutely mental. Uh, Rogic was our best player on the pitch by a country mile, everything that was good went through him, so it was good to see him back and, and fighting fit. Um, and then, God knows what Duffy's doing for a second goal. Um, I think if that's like Julian or somebody that does that, because he, he had a similar 
not a similar type of mistake, but he done something just as daft when he never kind of put it out for a corner at Kilmarnock away. And he got lambasted for that. Oh, Duffy, I don't know why he just didn't pass it back to Bean. So that was that was frustrating. And then to get it back to 3-2, thinking this was it. And the fact we couldn't hold out for... Um, the fact we couldn't hold out for 10 minutes was frustrating. I like... I get the under... I get the... Um, Sorry, I get the the reasoning as to why Turnbull came on with ten minutes to go after going three two up, probably just to get him game time. But I thought maybe a more um, see it, mate, Soro, Soro. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I think I'm more sensible, and maybe a more sensible um, substitution at that time just to maybe close the game out might have been Soro just to like sit back and have three three across the midfield. But it was just so frustrating. It was a it was an absolute. Night and day, like it was a penalty all day long. Like you couldn't argue against it. Some people saying, "Oh well, McGregor challenged them, and then the ball ran out, and Cosgrove had a shot and it hit the bar. Surely that's advantage." But like the guy still got wiped out in the box. It's a hundred percent a penalty. Yeah. Um. And then the fact that Bain never dived for the penalty in the final minute. Like pick a side, and you look like you've actually done something as opposed to just kind of standing there. <laughs> um. So it was, again, it was just. Highs and lows, like a proper roller coaster of like weird, horrendous to weird, great season starts now and then just totally finished. It felt like more of a defeat as opposed to a, like a draw. Um, so yeah, and you can't be scoring three goals at Pitodri and not coming away with a victory. So it just shows you there's a lot of defensive work needing done. But that is my very long winded answer as to as to the game. I chucked it basically, chucked it. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Bell, Lennon, Steer, go, go. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I'll try and back up my. It's a weird one because I have liked Lennon, but if it wasn't for circumstances of the snake leaving and him leaving Hibs or being forced out of Hibs, it would never have been Celtic manager again. Um, but. Last season, I thought he'd done, a, he'd done a really good job. We kind of kept a lot of Rodgers' identity in players, but there was a there was like a sprinkling of learnings, move it forward fast. Um, unfortunately, though, last even last season, there were some dodgy results and some dodgy tactical decisions to put McGregor at left-back uh, and things in big games against Cluj as well. Um, we actually managed to throw, throw away that, and we managed to throw away the Copenhagen game once we got back into it, that I thought showed a real lack of awareness of tactics um, but that's the players as well but Lennon manages the players so it has to sit with your boss if you're in working somebody messes up you, somebody challenges your boss that's how it works so he's in charge of that for me but we we, we won the league I thought we were great second half of last season in the league with a 3-5-2 uh, unfortunately I don't think we really have the personnel at this point in the season to play that so that formation is out the window, and I'm I'm glad to see the back of it. I think I hope anyway. This season, Frank Varos was terrible. Um, every one of us in the group chat, whether they're learning fan or not, as soon as they seen that lineup, we're like, "What is happening here?" With no strikers on, we paid the price against a very very poor side. But we're still the better team. We should have won that game. It was a bit of poor defending by El Hamid. Um, is the reason that they won. That's how bad the team that was. And then they scooshed through to the Champions League proper. Um, I know we're going to be discussing the financial losses, but those losses wouldn't exist if we had Champions League money, which is a, a, a big part of pushing on for if we win 10, 11, 12. But OK, so that, that's, a, that's a failure. 
for me that I personally attribute to Lennon. He got the team wrong. Then this season we had we started the league season with a positive result against the Aki's, but it was it was it was an underwhelming five one and even we beat Ross County. Did we beat Ross County five one as well? Um, and everybody after the game was like, How did we win that five one? That was never a five one game. I think we had the post and the bar. We just didn't look convincing. Then after that I don't think I've enjoyed 90 minutes of Celtic playing other than the small beacon I like that was the Hibs game. So for me, there's no, there's not been one thing this season. There's not been one performance or one moment of the season I can look back on and go, do you know what? I can see this turning around. I just don't see it. There's, there's never been a, a full 90 minutes of a positive performance since the season restarted. And for me, we're fell behind in the league. And I only see it's fallen further behind because Rangers have had 13 clean sheets in 16 games. So their their dropping points is going to be minimal. If you look at what they've done so far this season and you take it over the whole season, they're only going to drop like five or six points the whole season. And that we already need to make up three. So we need to be almost flawless from now. And I just don't see Lennon being able to do that. Once again at the weekend, we go 3-2 ahead like we did in those European games. Tactically, once again, I don't think it's cute enough. Um, didn't make the right substitution, we dropped more points. Um, and I just don't, I don't see that trend bucking. It's been that way since the start of last season that it's been proven time and time again that that's going to happen again and again. And for me, I care more about Terran Row than Lennon. And that's just uh, my personal opinion on it. There's more I could say about it and I could bore his on and I could be negative for ages. But I think we need to see a positive change. And if who, do wa- who do you want in? Uh, I don't want Eddie Howe. I'll tell <laughs> you that. Um, to be honest, Dave, I, I, I kind of see I've scouted world management. I, I don't know. I don't know who I want in. I want a positive change, though. Would you uh, take a, a management duo of Martin and Neil and Roy Keane? No, I wouldn't. For the last? I think that would be uh, the, the same problem. I think Lennon's a, a, a man manager. I don't think he's tactically that aware. Um, and I think that's kind of the same as what Mark Mignot was. Like, there was a point 10 years ago where you put out your best team and they worked it out and won the game. But you look at what Gerrard's done at Rangers, they've tactically dominated us for three old forums in a row. The way they shift the midfield across, the way that they single out players and they beat us. They've been, I mean, for 270 minutes of football against Rangers, they have been the better team. There's, there's no, arguing, no argument there. And they don't have better players than us. And that speaks to me a lack of tactical awareness. And we need that. The game's changed. Formations and tactics mean a lot more than they used to. Um, so I think if there's not a positive change, then we could be waving by ten. row. If Lennon stays and he wins the ten, I will eat humble pie all day all day long because winning the ten means way more to me than Lennon staying or going. But I think we need to make a positive change. Uh, do you think we should bring forward the trip to Dubai? Oh yes. yes. <laughs> there's no uh, there's no trip to Dubai this season. I know it's a disaster. <laughs> Uh, Martin, what, what's your take on it? Um, not that I'm trying to stall to think of anyone who's actually Italian because I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not defending oh, Lennon. Jesus, yeah. I'm not defending <clears throat> Lennon, but cause, because he obviously deserves some stick. But surely players deserve some criticism with lackluster performances this season, I'd say. Yeah, but it's a manager's job to, to manage that situation. That's why he's called a manager. I know, but I just feel like there's basically at the weekend there's so many individual errors that uh, it's only so much a manager can do. He, the players are getting in positions where they could put good passes into the box, uh, get get shots away, uh, not hit it off himself when he's trying to clear the ball, like Shane Duffy, or foul people in the box. But 
So for for it, me, it like, you, like you can't disagree with what you're saying, but the fact of the matter is, I, we're a fair a fair chunk into the season, and that's the first game against DC Milan in the second half that we played the correct formation. No. After getting out of the Champions League and falling behind Rangers, that's when it happens. As I said, I'm not defending Lennon. I just want I think the players deserve a chunk of the stick. So for for, for my question is for the people that like want Lennon to stay is where is that sign? What are you seeing that shows you that he can turn it around and that we're not going to continue on a downward spiral? Is it blind faith? Well, no, really, because we, we went through a bad patch at the end of last year and uh, had a great run of form at the start of this year, so he's done it before. He's not done it against this Rangers team, though. So I, wouldn't would, say, would I, wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's blind, blind faith, but uh, obviously, aye. Uh, the, the performance can't go on much longer than we are. I think the next three games are massive because the next three games are in the league. So it's three games in which we can obviously want to win them all, but Lille away, Aberdeen in the semi-final, and then Sparta Prague at home. There's three games there to get fringe players, not fringe players, people coming back from injury or COVID or whatever it is, fit. Oh. Get, a set, get a settled formation, get a settled back four, pick a goalie, just try and... It's, it's not games that are pressures off because obviously there's a semi-final at stake but it's last year so it's not got the same gravitas as it would be if it was a League Cup semi-final this year it's a big three games for Celtic in which he can put his stamp on it and hopefully get some sort of assemblage order there was flashes between AC Milan and there was flashes against uh, Aberdeen as well I'd be a lot more concerned if our next three games were the next three league games we've got coming up which are like Muddle all the way Hibs away and I think St. Johnson at home or something like that on top, off the top of my head. So I think Lennon's got enough credit in the bank just at the moment. It's been a, don't get me wrong, it's been a bad week. Everybody's disappointed. Like getting beat off Rangers, getting beat off AC Milan, and then that draw, which essentially felt like a defeat against Aberdeen. But there's not anyone out there at the moment that I think if someone said to me right now, well, they're going to come in unless it's like somebody ridiculous and they're going to take over that would make me think let's switch this so it's a big week it's a big 10 days but in his press conference today he came out it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere anytime soon and as much as people think he's not, we're not going to sack him like the now like we're not going to get rid of him now if we get scudded in the next three games and then lose to Murrowell then there's a chance it could happen but he's going to get given a fairly decent amount of time to turn it around I think to win the league though like the league's not gone by any stretch of the imagination. Like we're six six points behind now, a game in hand. So yeah, it's not gone um, yet. But the, 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 the issue for me is if, if if we give them that bit more time, what if it is gone? What if we end up nine, twelve points behind? I think um, you're. I think that decision will be made off the back of the next, or off these three games to an extent, depending on what the performances are like. But probably the next three, four league games will decide exactly because we need to go into this game against them in January within touching distance so not necessarily in front of them because we probably won't be by that point because they've got they've got other games in hand to play in front of us because we are still playing cup competitions and things like that but it still has to be in the realms of possibility that we either go ahead with regards to games in hand and points which probably isn't the case or we're within touching distance where it's like probably one two or three points and that type of thing so uh, but, i totally understand and, uh, and appreciate the point that you've made there for me a new manager should come in and be given those three games to bed in um, before the, the really important stuff 
But I don't think there's a red. I don't know if there's a replacement out there. If Celtic don't have someone ready to go, then it's not going to happen, uh, and that's fine. If it isn't going to happen, like I'm not, I'm not going to stop backing Lennon. I want the team to do as well as they can. I just don't think he's the right man for the job. Um, for me, it's just. I've heard a lot of people saying it's been a bad week, but it's not. It's been a bad season. Performances have been so poor with scraped by, and unfortunately, we were trying to be really positive. We were saying, you know what, performances are going to start matching results. But that hasn't happened. Results have started to match performances. Oh, um, so nice. it's, it's, it's only going downhill. Thanks very much. <laughs> I got, I'm sure I wrote that down at one stage in the group chat, and I got dimmed. So, I'm glad <laughs> that, uh... Aye, so basically, I, I I I'd agree. So if the board are sending out alternative to obviously learning, uh, if they can get a top one in, they'll make a big difference. When you say pretty a top... sure they can. You mean like I, I mean like. Like you see the way Fenge Rogers came in, he was like proper step above what we had, that kind of thing. Whereas uh, if it's going to be a risk just as much as keeping Lennon, then you better off just keeping him. For me, Lennon, like you say, a step up, but Lennon finished 18th with Bolton before the financial issues in the Championship, then got relegated with financial issues, and then got forced out of Hibs. So, what is a step above that for me? Um, a, guy, a guy who came back halfway through a season, won it, won trophy since then. Lazio home and away. Like I know you don't like him, and I know it's or whatever. Or like you made your I mind just, up. He wants to go, but I the guy's not. More. I know I'm not saying I don't disagree with that, but as much as it's maybe not been like we can't. There's no black or white here. Like he's, there's shades of grey in the fact that he's not a terrible manager. So. I'm not saying he's great either, but you can't just say he'll get relegated to Bolton, relegated or doesn't get forced out of Hibs and not look at what he's done well. But yeah, I think he, I think he'll turn it around. I don't think they'll sack him. I haven't been honest. I think it will. I think it will turn around. No, actually, Dave, to be honest, I don't think they'll sack him either. One, they need to pay the money up for his contract. That's never going to happen. Uh, and I don't think I don't think Lennon will walk away because I think once again, like I, I feel like it's like oh, I'm having a go at Lennon, but I want Celtic to win ten in a row. And that, that that's what matters to me. So, in terms of it being Lennon, or if it was Rogers that was showing this form this whole season, I'd like we we need something to change, and and it's not. It's getting worse. Okay, it, it, it needs to get better. Not worse. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you guys two choices of formation, right, and two choices on who should play in that position, okay. each, each position, oh, and we're going to build our current best Celtic starting eleven based on form and fitness. Okay. Uh, two formations, right? Four, two, three, one, or three, five, two. Mark. Yeah, the four, five, one. Okay. Four, four three, two, one. Uh, yeah, four, five. Uh, four, five, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. In goals, Barkas or Bain, Mark. Barkas. Dave. Uh, probably, probably Barkas more because he, like, if he was in goals on Sunday, he couldn't have done anything about the goals anyway. So. Yeah, on current form, there's not much between them, but probably Barkas just because we paid money for them. Okay, Barkas, uh, one of you guys needs w- WD-40 in your doors. Um, the hinge, that was me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right back, Frimpong, El Hamid, Mark. Frimpong, in that formation. He's a better fullback than he is wing-back. Okay, Dave? Uh, I would go... Uh, probably Frimpong as well, I think, just. Okay. Uh, left back Laxalt or Taylor Mark <laughs> Laxalt <laughs> last leaving I can't believe you asked that one Dave <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah same same as Bale too yeah. brilliant 
Uh, right, so bear with me with the pairings I put up here, right? So I've obviously tried to get every player in. This is just a, this is just for fun, you know, just for fun. Uh, left centre back, Ayer, and I was I was in two minds with it, include Julian, but I know he's injured or Welsh. So we'll go with three here: Ayer, Welsh, or Julian. Uh, Mark. Ayer. Okay, Dave. Ayer as well. Yeah. Uh, at a centre back position, Duffy or Beaton, Mark? Duffy. Dave? I would stick with Duffy now, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's great that you're both agreeing every time, so I don't have to go tiebreaker on. I would we disagreed over the line of things, so I think we're feeling to feel a wee bit more hard. That's it, yeah, like we are we're still a podcast that get on and want aye, aye, we all just want the best for Celtic. It doesn't mean we, you need to get there the same way. Yeah, yeah. It's so. it's not it's not uh, completely one eighty degrees disagreeing with each other. It's yeah. Different opinions and the same thing. Um <laughs> McGregor, I've just got in by himself because he's going to play, even though it wasn't great at the weekend. But uh, but not at all. He, aye, aye, he, he, no, you aye. don't get a choice he's in. Uh, Brown yeah. or in Cham? Mark? At home, Brown, away at Ch- in Cham. Uh, uh, okay, this kid on it's for the next two games, Leo and Aberdeen. Brown. Okay. Uh, both not at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, David? I would play in Cham, but have McGregor playing on ground role, because um, I think that they two in the midfield are even more dynamic. I don't mind Brown, but I think that Echam and McGregor could form a better, more um, attacking partnership. So you want in uh, and McGregor? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to have to go tiebreaker here. I'm going to go Brown because in Cham just lets me down way too often. Sorry, Dave. That's uh, okay. Uh, so, for the winger positions, I've got an asterisk here because there's two players out injured, but we're going to change the rules a wee bit. Um, if you think they're a better player, that you can play them instead. Uh, El Yunusi on the left or Mikey Johnson, Mark? Mikey Johnson. Okay, Dave? Hey. Oh, El um, Yunusi's not... I'd probably say Johnson as well. Just because I remember him fondly. I can't remember the last time I seen him play, but that I always liked him. So that kind of happens. You told to fuck off by Lennon. Ah, I sorry, did, yeah, I forgot about that. It um, kind of happens with Celtic players. See, when they get injured, you think they're amazing before they yeah. come back. <laughs> then, you, I, then you remember. Uh, a lot of players' best performances when they don't play. Hi. Exactly. Uh, uh, on the right hand side, we've got. So, this is a, this is a freaking one. Because uh, I was trying to fit in all the players Christie or Forrest? Forrest. Mark. Forrest, Mark. On the right hand side, without doubt, yeah. And uh, Dave, oh, can I change my answer? Uh, can I can I put Forrest on the left and then Christie on the right? Uh, uh, you, you feel free to say no. Uh, no, this isn't okay. The, I've only got parents, man. Okay, <laughs> sorry, apologies. Um, but I'll, would... I'll, I'll allow a change in the next one, and I'll you'll see, see the, why. Um, let the record show. Uh, I would go uh, Forrest. Forrest, okay. And okay, for the for the number ten, uh, or the attack materials role, Rogic, Turnbull, or I'll I'll let Christie go on that one as well. Mark, Rogic. Oh, so no Christie in the lineup for Mark. Um, Dave. Uh, yeah, Rogic. I would have 
Christie and my weird lineup. But ah, for, yeah, for, I, the I, purposes, for the purposes, for the purposes of this, uh, Robbie Johnson for Christie basically. Yeah, yeah. switch wingers. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll do the same. Him. By the way, just <laughs> okay, okay. Context. So get your pearls right next time, Mum. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Griffiths, Ayeti, Mark. Griffiths. After that goal against Aberdeen, oof. I know. Uh, Dave. Yeah, yeah, and that line up with Rogic and behind him I'd go I'd go with Griffiths. Okay, so we've got Barkas and goals, a back four of Frimpong, Laxell, Ayer, Duffy, Rugger and Brown sitting, uh we'll go Christie and Forrest uh, inside forwards, kinda inverted wingers type thing. And Tom Rogic and Griffiths up front. I've never make... even mentioned Edward. Yeah, I did just because it was out ended. And no, right, I know I brought in other players, but no, it's more just because we don't have any right wingers at this moment. Thing. No, uh, what do you think about Edward off the left? Yeah, love it. Thought he was when there was that uh, brief brief time where uh, he played off the left with Dembele. He looked frightening off the left. I thought he could like, be the answer inside left forward though. Aye, aye. So, that's what he normally plays anyway. No. That's what he drifts it all the time, yeah. But but when uh, the problem is when we play him up front by himself, uh, there's no striker when he does that. <laughs> he somehow still scores like 30 goals, but right, I know what you mean. Because he's gravy as fuck. Because he's fucking shit hot. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd go for, yeah, for, for that. But I think the only thing in that formation is you would maybe need maybe like a Taylor playing left left back like more defensively because you would just get caught out because the advance uh, never going to drop back yeah you you'd, you'd need the midfield um, to constantly be shifting left uh, Noel Hamid a wee bit more defensive solidity uh, a right back yeah uh, well you, you could uh, do that and then you could just move to a C5-2 attacking if Oh, you've got a ball, so you want to go 3-5-2 now? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's so confusing. Um, oh, a 3-5-2 when we've got the ball. 3-5-2 when we've got the ball. 4-5-1 when we don't have it. We're, uh, just, ta- we're just tactically astute as Lennon. Very. Okay, next game, as uh, Dave mentioned earlier, we've got coming up is Leo away on Thursday evening at 7, 7, 17.55 hours. Uh what we're thinking ahead of this game, guys? Is 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 see like European games? Is it like a, a mentality coming in that it's okay to just lose games now? Shouldn't be. I, I know, uh, but I, is it? I think I think it will be an atypical Celtic away performance, like two 0 down after thirty five minutes, and then kind of ride it out. But I think it's more, as I said earlier, I think these next couple of years, obviously the one at home, would like to win, but Leo are like a good team so maybe more of a performance like obviously what I win and I'm looking forward to it but I would prefer just to see the bones of a more settled starting 11 for this important for the fixtures that's coming up um, as, as, a, as a basis to get people back and playing fit and things like that obviously what I win but I don't think we will so. I would like I would like to see us actually sit back soak up a bit of pressure and play a decent counter attacking game yeah well, Glenn, Lennon doesn't allow that does he Nah, it's, 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 he's Seven, done it a few forward, times forward, forward. the only time I remember him doing it was uh, at Ibrox Aye. Um, and it which, perfect. Uh, which <laughs> is uh, the only time that we've uh, tactically been better than Rangers Rangers got uh, one, one shot on target that game mm-hmm. which is like what we had for about three weeks Aye. combined <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, score predictions do we want to just say a draw hopefully to each 
think it'll be 3-1 or 3-0, Rio. Oh, hey, hey, you said last week you would never predict a Celtic loss. I'm also predicting that I want the manager to fuck off, so... <laughs> for the for Bell's for Bell's overall prediction, they need Celtic to get hammered these next three games. So uh, yeah, and I, I think I, to be fair, that I, I agree. I think we'll, we'll probably get beat. Okay, on Sunday we're back at Hamden in the greatest competition of them all, the Scottish Cup. Uh, I've got a real soft spot for this that that, that tournament. It's uh, it's not the oldest competition, but it's the oldest physical trophy in the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. And you also get the 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 great. Uh, saying like he slash she has got lugs like the Scottish Cup which uh, crack, <laughs> cracks me up every time uh, can, can we bounce back and send Aberdeen packing out the cup Mark? I mean yes our 11 players are better than those 11 players uh, so sorry uh, uh, not can we then uh, will we? <laughs> uh, yes nice and if we, if we don't then Lennon should be sacked on the spot <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he should be sacked in the show. I think he was hired. Like he was appointed. He should. Uh, he life. shouldn't even be sacked. He should. Um, he should walk at that point. Oh. Uh, Dave. Yeah, I think we'll win. Bigger pitch, stretch them. I think it'll go well. So yeah, I, 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 I'm fingers crossed. Like I know that you think I just want Lennon sacked, but if Celtic's form can turn around with Lennon, perfect. Fantastic. Uh, right, so have you all got four answers to give me for? Well, I've wrote down more than four, but... I, I, just I'll, just I'll, give me four, but you can't get, you can't, uh, I struggle, I can't give I you more than four. Th- I struggle to think of four actual Italian people. Can I just say, before we move on to the football trivia, um, I've been thinking about this this week to make me feel better. Um, ten in a row potentially started with a 3C draw, if you remember, at Kilmarnock, when we were 3-0 down at half-time. So maybe we needed another 3C draw to get it over the line, guys. Think about that. Oh. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a valid point. It's also yeah. just wishful thinking. Anyway, sorry, let's move on. Uh, okay. we, need a, we need a bit of wishful thinking this week because right. um, uh, there's not been anything that actually good, so we're going to have to create some. Create <laughs> a little bit of positivity. And uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to get one out of four from this, this quiz here. So. <laughs> Positive. Uh, Dave, you get four players? Yeah, I do. I think they all played for Chelsea. Um, all three of them did. I went for Zola, uh, yep. Viali, okay, Jorginho. Um, yeah, is surprisingly Italian, and I couldn't think of any other Italian. Jorginho is scored the guy that was playing uh, last year. He scored a hat trick for Chelsea. Aye, <laughs> the guy that, uh, he takes all their penalties, so that's what I was thinking. And, Sorry, okay, okay. Uh, I couldn't actually think of a third Italian, a uh, fourth Italian person, so I just put Moise Keane. <laughs> I couldn't think of anyone else. <laughs> Moise Keane, really. Okay, Dave. Uh, uh, Mark? Right, I went for Gianfranco Zola. Okay, so you both went for Zola. I can tell you that, guys. You're correct. Nice. Oh, excellent. I went for Mario Balotelli. Oh, oh good one. Forgot about him. Good one. Yes, correct. I've got a hat trick for Liverpool. No, never. Uh, I don't think he's going to go so level. I think he won in 16, I think. <laughs> That'd be a mad fact. I've just pulled up most of it, right? Uh, I went for Ravanelli. Yes, for Middlesbrough and his debut, I think. Oh, nice. And then I was between Viali, Carboni and Graziano Pella. Oh, that boy I'm going Southampton? Southampton. And I'm going to go for Graziano, Graziano Pella. Uh, David got it. It was Viali. Oh, I was one away for full marks. <laughs> oh, uh, distraught. That, that Pele was like, he was like a ballroom dancer. 
Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's why he looked like, yeah, he looked like he came straight from Strictly. I, you know, when he like got into football like quite late on, like pro football when he was like twenty three or something. I think yeah. he, I, I, I don't know if he was maybe not. You know, I'm thinking of Danny as Osvaldo who just retired uh, young. Was he um, not like the crazy one, Osvaldo? That played with he looked like Johnny Depp. Aye, and they kept they kept like going off in like crazy long you know, like loan spells and stuff like that. Was it We've got now we've got uh, David's loan roundup. Uh, anything happening decent, Dave, or is it bad news? Uh, I heard J- Jack Henry's been playing all right. Yeah, he played another ninety minutes, so he's played a lot. His team uh, that is standy when they started the season were pretty much rock bottom, but now they've, they've I think they've won three out of the last four. Um, they've kept mostly clean sheets, so he seems to be doing really well. Jack Hendry is the epitome of stars on Celtic at, on, at loan at the moment, which isn't a great indication of how well everyone else is doing. Um, <laughs> uh, Afalobe, the striker, uh, he went to Dundee. He scored um, at the weekend and uh, a 1-0 win, um, and he signed an extension just before he went on loan, so we might have high hopes for him. Um, so that was another uh, decent um, kind of start and good 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 results to see him doing well. Um Duhan made his debut for Ross County but he gets scudded four 0 off Murrow, so less said about that the better. And um Bongoli played again for um Istanbul, but he only played sixty minutes and got hooked. So not a not a massive amount going on, but I think Bio's injured as well, uh, which is unfortunate he can't catch a break. But Hendry seems to be the cream of the crop at the moment anyway in regards to people out in loan anyway. I'd rather have Stephen Hendry at the back. The annual financial results came out this week, didn't they? Uh, any funky in the, in the books, eh, Mark? I mean, it's a lot better than Rangers' books will ever be, um, considering that they died as a football team. Uh, I don't think we're in that sort of. I don't think we're in that sort of a uh, circumstance, being that we had a lot of cash reserves. Uh, but for me, it once again. Sparks the importance again to the Champions League that that would have totally negated that. Um, unfortunately, it's a thirteen million pound loss, which is huge in Scottish football. Um, but at the same time, we've invested in players this season. We've spent roughly that amount of money, so that shows intent by the board. Um, but obviously, we're used to seeing a really positive figure coming out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the doctored the Rangers uh, finances, which will probably show them a hundred million profit. Right. Um, it's worth pointing out that the financial results just released were only up until the 30th of June. So any sort of European money wouldn't be counted until the next the next lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the next ones might even be worse. I like how we posted a, a profit of a hundred thousand pounds as well. That was that was nice just to yeah. just keep in the keep in the black. Pre tax <laughs> profit of hundred <laughs> K. It's literally like it's like, it's like a week's wages for the back four. <laughs> but it does I think you're right, it totally indicates how much um the board have backed Lennon and how much the fans have also backed Celtic as well in terms of yep. selling out 56,000 season tickets you can't even get to go and like I spend in probably the most amount of money we've spent in a single transfer window for as long as I can remember so everyone's doing their part um, it's just up to us to well not up to us personally because we can't do anything but up to the, the team just to, to make it all worthwhile Fantastic uh, Okay that just about wraps us up catch us next time where we'll look back on the trip to Lille and Sunday's trip to Hamden to play the Dandy Dons. Uh, until then, take it easy.